Attorney General Jeff Sessions' testimony before the Senate Intelligence Committee got off to an awkward start when the committee went to administer the oath and asked if he could please stand, and he had to point out that he was already standing. The Trump Report starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV! And now, let the buzz begin! Mm, what's up, Mike? Oh, they're not anything up, Bugs. Nobody here but us monkeys. <laughs> so let's make some friends. Hey, let's make some Kool-Aid. Make friends with Kool-Aid. Make Kool-Aid with friends. Make friends with Kool-Aid. For groove that never ends. Make friends with Kool-Aid. Make Kool-Aid with friends. Make friends with Kool-Aid. When you get crazy thirsty, have a glass of Kool-Aid. It's cool. Make some Kool-Aid soft drink. You can always do with another friend. Ah, uh, yes, it wouldn't have been a commercial from the 60s without some uh, subtle or blatant racism. Welcome to the Trump Report. I was looking for a song about Kool-Aid or a Kool-Aid jingle, and instead of finding a Kool-Aid nugget, I found Kool-Aid gold. That commercial with the monkeys and Bugs Bunny. No Kool-Aid man who I was really expecting to have, but uh, we will talk a little bit about uh, an administration that pretty much insists that you drink the Kool-Aid in a little bit. But first and foremost, welcome to the Trump Report. I'm Christian Blatt. At Christian DMZ. <laughs> Joined as always by at Chelsea Galicia, but that's not your name. Your name is actually just Chelsea Galicia. That is true. Thank you for and clarifying. Back from the frozen tundra yes. of Alaska where he had many brunches with Sarah and Todd Palin, Scott Moore at Sman80. Thank you for uh, being back with us. Uh, I see that you tracked a little snow in on your walk in because mm-hmm. it does snow year round in Alaska. It's good to be back. Um, there's not really anything to talk about this week, so we should probably just wrap up the show, right? Mm-hmm. Kidding! Mm-hmm. How about the mm-hmm. Sessions testimony, guys? What about that? <laughs> um, you know, I think that uh, people that were looking for, I don't know, the Attorney General to uh, tell us whether or not the President had made any criminal statements in front of him were disappointed. Um, Chelsea, as our recovering attorney he invoked he didn't really invoke privilege he he said that he wanted to give the president an opportunity to invoke privilege so he didn't want to basically take that away from him uh where is the uh, the legal grounds for what uh, Attorney General Sessions did? And by the way, he was referred to um, several times is. as General Sessions. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, that guy looks the least like a general. You have to always say Attorney General Sessions. He's not a general of any kind. A Surgeon General, I would call a general, <laughs> but not that Attorney General who, as mm-hmm. our friend Scott there on the end pointed out, has spent many years representing Keebler land in the elf tree. <laughs> anyway. No legal basis. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he kind of just was like, well, maybe the president will would like to invoke the executive privilege, and there may be other privileges to be had. Um, I don't know. Is he 
saying that maybe there's a Fifth Amendment privilege in there. But if you... That was what I took mm-hmm. away from that. He's, uh, you know, basically saying, like, look, there's all sorts of things he might need to, uh, you know... Or that Jeff Sessions himself himself needs to invoke the Fifth Amendment. But if he needed to invoke the Fifth Amendment, I guess this is not the kind of hearing where you need to do that. This is just the sentence, like, I got some questions for you. And, of course, you're under oath, and you shouldn't lie. Yeah. But so, so next up is subpoenaed testimony, because this was him testifying uh, as a result of a request for him to come before the Senate Intelligence Committee. So if they subpoena him and he still refuses to answer, then he could be held in contempt. Probably not going to happen. But Right. And would this Senate Intelligence Committee issue a subpoena to demand? That I think so, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. They mm-hmm. at least want to hear. Yeah, I mean, because for sure. even Marco Rubio and, and John McCain seemed like they actually wanted to know a little bit more. Yeah, than, uh, John McCain seemed like this Russia thing is a serious thing. And uh, Jeff Sessions was like, yeah, it really is. And so I was surprised by how impassioned he was in discussing how big of a problem it actually is. Yeah. Uh, Scott, your yeah. overall impressions. There's so much to talk about this week, but let's start uh, with just I, what Sessions had to say today. I during the Sessions session. During the Sessions session. Yeah. I, I wasn't surprised because I knew pretty much like you were saying, Chelsea, is that he was not going to say anything incriminating or, uh, you know, the I don't recall um, so many things that he kept saying. Like, I don't recall. I can't remember. I used to be like smug when I had clients do that. I don't yeah. remember. I don't recall thing. I mean, that's one of the big instructions that I would give my clients Mm -hmm. before going in for a a deposition Mm -hmm. is if you don't know the answer to the exact question Mm -hmm. that they're asking, you don't fix the question for them. Mm -hmm. You don't like give an answer that's like sort of um, like maybe what they actually meant. You don't interpret it. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, you say that you don't know. And that's fair and that's legal and that's how you do it. But this much... I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I, don't, I mean, if you really don't recall that much, perhaps you shouldn't be the attorney general. Exactly. That's how I, I mean, that's the one thing I took off of it, but I wasn't surprised because he doesn't want to say anything where his words could be twisted or something could come out where he's now incriminating himself or others. So I knew that, you know, he was going to say that as many times as he as he could. And because of how careful he was, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I'm speaking for myself, I felt like what he did say today is all factual because of how careful he was to not say anything else, you know, in terms of how many times he met with people. And then there were definitely a few, I can't recall, so... We. Yeah, and especially because it was public, and I think that's another reason why he kind of wanted to be public is so that he could be even more careful and not say anything or or have the the senators uh, probe on anything more uh, deeper than what they were willing to be comfortable to do public. So, because a lot of people said, "Well, if he's going to do it public, then that means he has you know less to hide or whatever." And I said, "No, it's really the opposite. It's to make it easier so the senators are not going to ask him anything that's classified or anything that's too sensitive." Um, and it's a chance for him to be safer with his responses and the I don't recalls or I don't remember. Um, so to me, it didn't really scratch the surface of what is really happening, but it's a good start. And um, I do agree with you. Chelsea, I think he will be subpoenaed at some point. I think this is just the beginning 
of, of, of this, especially when they're public. Because they're going to want to go deeper and ask more classified and more detailed information. Right. And it was also a great uh, coming out party for Ron Wyden and uh, Martin Heinrich, mm-hmm. who uh, both got into it uh, with him. I think uh, Ron Wyden was the one that actually really ruffled Sessions' uh, elf-like mm-hmm. feathers <laughs> and, uh, you know, over the stonewalling. And then uh, mm-hmm. there was sort of this whole idea for, you know, just how many times it was said, like, why don't you explain what the precedent is that you don't tell us about mm-hmm. your conversations with the president. And, I mean, here's the thing. Is that, you know, I guess in the situation, he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, no, it's all right. It's like basically saying, you know, a cop shows up. is like, well, uh, we'll we'll be able to go get a warrant. It's like, okay, great. Go get that warrant. You know, let's, let's, let's make you take that extra step. Give me a little time to get my mm-hmm. ducks in a row. Yeah. Uh, run off to Russia if I need to, or perhaps. If we can get the, the chat up, I'd love to see what the folks in that room are saying about what they heard today. They're probably still in awe of that Kool-Aid commercial, but I would <laughs> like to, I would love to hear what the chat thinks of it, especially if our pal Storage Yard resident is there. Uh, but I feel like he was too busy at the Storage Yard and probably didn't have time to watch this. This was sort of you know late morning or no, it was like basically noontime uh, Pacific time. Uh, but uh, it, it was you know people definitely gave it their all. The, the those asking questions. And it was interesting to see Jeff Sessions get so fiery because it's not something that you're used to. I, I don't think, I mean, has he ever, I mean, Mr. Facts man <laughs> would know here. Has he, it, it feels like he, he, he was just like, just floored that he would be asked these kinds of questions and <laughs> these like uh, allegations of, yeah. uh, I mean, really strongly denied all these things, which... You actually are not supposed to do either. No right. attorney is going to say, give a really impassioned exactly. denial. <laughs> just if something is not accurate, you just say, no. Right. Just a very factual. Uh, but because blank, he yeah. was so yeah. like forceful, uh, it, it sounded to me like the the words, the emotions of a guilty person. I know, exactly. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, let's just well, uh, act and, and make it really more over the top when, to be like, oh, I didn't... And, and just using some fancy creative mm-hmm. words and like, how dare you ask me mm-hmm. that question? Uh, yeah, and... I uh, didn't you think know, he it, presented it, very well. No. That those allegations were appalling and a detestable lie. I think when he gets worked up like that, it's like... Oh, well, there's obviously a reason he's so angry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't think he ever in a million years thought that he would be the one on the witness stand. Yeah. He's used to being the mm-hmm. U.S. attorney. The Well, he can't be that used to being attorney general because right. he hasn't had the job for but long. Like, but, but senator and was senator for but, years and, and used to being the one asking the questions, not the other way around. Yeah. Sort of being the boss in that sense and being... The, the one in control, so it's sort of uh, the, the 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 job has kind of switched a little bit there, and now he's the role's reversed a little bit. And I don't think he liked it very much. No, no I don't think so. He and, did not. and what it really came down to is he said that uh, he has never met with or had any conversations with any Russians or any foreign officials concerning any type of interference with any campaign or election. Well, that's probably true because Jeff Sessions wouldn't be something like I'm not even saying that something like that definitely happened, but if it did, Jeff Sessions isn't the guy that's going to have that conversation. You know, now he says, I know I have no knowledge of any such conversations by anyone connected to the Trump campaign. Well, there you go. He has no knowledge of anyone connected to the campaign. Oh, I know about these other guys. No, but, <laughs> uh, you know, it's all obviously. And his meeting um, at the. Mayflower RNC. Hotel? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
I didn't understand what he was trying to say there. I don't think he understood. Reese no, James. I think okay. I think it was. I also felt like he was just trying to say a bunch of things, and then maybe it's just now too confusing because he didn't. I felt like he didn't even know what to say, and then it got so confusing that then now anyone else listening wouldn't know what he was trying to say either. Nope. Uh, he did make an interesting point uh, that uh, he says that he has confidence in uh, Mr. Mueller. But he's not going to discuss any hypotheticals. He had no idea if President Trump supports Mueller. He hasn't talked to him about it, which is interesting. You'd think you well, would probably but, have talked to him about we, it. But we know that Trump is pissed at at Sessions for recusing himself. Or that's the reported reason. That's the, the, yeah, supposedly. that mm-hmm. That's at least uh, part of it. And, uh, yeah, maybe they're not talking right now. So uh, the other thing that I wanted to make sure we got to in terms of uh, Sessions' comments was when he was talking about the leaks. And he says, you know, uh, some of these leaks, as you well know, are extraordinarily damaging to United States security. This has already resulted in investigations. Some people may find they wish they hadn't leaked. Mm. Who's he talking to? (laughs) I took it as more sort of like the bluster that, like, Trump is known to do, and I felt like that was something they wanted him to do so that way it would scare people if you know, make it seem like they know or whatever the case is. Um, you know, the same thing with Trump with the Comey tapes and all that. Yeah. It's a lot of bluster um, and a lot of threats to, you know, that's their way of controlling is by doing threats and bullying. The uh, another, the other big point before we actually move on is the fact that he basically reinforced Comey's statement from last week that uh, Comey was indeed asked to be alone mm-hmm. with President Trump was uncomfortable about it, spoke to Attorney General, not General, Attorney General Sessions <laughs> about it the next day and was like, don't, don't put me in that converse, in that, that situation. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, and, you know, that's probably, you know, just imagine if only Billy Bush had said that. You know, it said, don't leave me alone with Trump. <laughs> he would just, still be working He'd be today. working on the Today Show. You know, yeah. may, maybe he'd get to interview Alex Jones, but that's a conversation for another time. Aye, aye, aye. So, uh, lordy, 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 <laughs> we did indeed have James Comey. And I think that, uh, I don't know, that's a little telling and that it's even Jeff Sessions is like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie about that because there were other people that mm-hmm. were in that room. So, you know, he was like, yes, I was the last one to leave before that. So, you know, you had probably like five people who would have. You know, if he had said that I don't recall that, well, then he's not lying. But then you'd probably have found people who did recall, and he, so he might as well give right. that little kernel of information. <laughs> anchor it with the truth. Yeah, <laughs> lie about everything else. Lie about everything else. Would you like, put that in there? It's like, oh, yeah, no, no, anchor yeah, it with the he, truth. Yeah. And then, well, it'll... you know, Comey's already said it, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we'll, we'll back that part up. And you know, Comey, for his part, said that he took the president at his word that he was fired because of the FBI's investigation into Russian election. Well, yeah, of course he was. <laughs> but uh, that's President Trump's, you know, earlier word. Right. That's not what he's saying of, now. Right. Yeah. So he's taking him at, you know, the, the sort of the rough draft of his opinion. <laughs> you know, he basically took his uh, emotional etch-a-sketch and shook it. And then drew a new picture where that that wasn't what happened at all. Uh, sort of an overall look at uh, the Comey hearing, Scott. What did you uh, think? Uh, well, I think um, you know again because it was public that there's only so much that could be said, and it was kind of fascinating that there was a lot of times where Comey's like, "I can't say this in a in a yeah. public setting." So like, I know, which was that stuff. Ooh, I really, there's I like know, really like, good stuff because they can't like, say it in a public session. I'll, I'll tell you after. Class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. We'll t- yeah. So I I love that because I thought, ooh, there's some good juicy stuff that we don't know about. Um, 
And then I also, he blatantly called out the president as a liar. I mean, yeah. he basically said he was a liar. And it's true. And the, the thing I found um, interesting was the next day when you know Trump denied the whole thing about asking for his loyalty. He was also very weird in that press conference and said, why, why would I ask someone to do the Pledge of Allegiance? It was like a weird way of being able to say something different so he wasn't blatantly lying. Yeah, why would I ask Some someone to say the Pledge, Pledge of, of Allegiance? Allegiance to be, it was weird. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Why so would you? It, that was like a way that he could kind of get around the blatant lie because – we do all. I do think he did ask for his loyalty because we saw that whole, which we'll get to later about the whole cabinet meeting and that Can't whole. Can't wait to talk about that. Let's all like <laughs> praise dear leader. So to me, I'm like, yes, he would have asked for his loyalty, especially if everyone had left the room. It's just them having uh, dinner, and the whole thing is weird. So, um, but I thought Comey did a, did a great job, and and what I would have expected him to do, uh, very measured and <laughs> very, you know, yeah. but without getting to. to too deep into things. I thought he was very measured, but I also was uh, surprised, actually, by how forthcoming he appeared. Mm -hmm. He would expand on things and you know like so what I was thinking at the time, I I think he gave away more than I thought he would. Mm -hmm. He talked about feelings, which I didn't think he would do. Feeling uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. feeling, uh, you know, concerned, worried. Um, I, I, I thought he came off as incredibly credible. Uh, I thought it was really interesting how afterwards I managed to work up the nerve to um, to turn on like Sean Hannity for just like like just a couple seconds because yeah. wow. I wanted to I wanted to see mm-hmm. what the other side was right. saying. And my impression is that both sides had some good takeaways mm-hmm. from it because the right was, uh, was very interested in the comments he made about uh, Loretta Lynch and the right. Hillary and, Clinton and, investigation. And, and the New York Times uh, yeah. article, which, you but know, Comey said, no, that wasn't true. The right was very focused on their win that yeah. Comey had on three separate occasions told Trump that he wasn't under investigation. Mm-hmm. That part kind of, sort of. Right. Um, then what I saw Hannity turn to was, well, if James Comey witnessed a felony, he is under obligation to report it. And so they posted like the uh, the, the law of the lang- the language of the law about having to report a felony. So if he really did witness obstruction of justice, Comey should be up for a felony for not reporting it. And it just was so off the wall. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, ask any lawyer. And I was like, like, well, mm-hmm. that's how you know you're freaking lying because right. I'm one and I and, don't agree. Right. <laughs> um, so I just and how do you know that he had? Then that was part of the thing too because this was a public session. You don't know what else has been going on and what other things in, in the investigation are happening and uh, with obstruction of justice or whatnot. Like, there's a lot of other things going on that we as a public aren't privy to at this moment. My other like, did that really happen? Moment of watching the the Comey testimony was John McCain. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes, I was like, is I, he having a stroke when, right in front when, of us? When he went to speak today, I, I was like, actually stopped what I was doing. I'm like, all right, we're gonna get more. <laughs> yeah, today was, was you know today. today like, was a good last day. week was the dress rehearsal. This was I, the this was the live today, show. Yeah. I agreed with like you know where yeah. he right. was going. Today he had a good day. He, I don't I, know. I don't know how many you could watch that thing five six oh my times gosh. and not really know exactly what he was trying to get he, to. For some reason, he wants to equate. The, the whole campaign right. should still be an open investigation. The Trump campaign right. and the with the, with the Russia thing. And that maybe Clinton should also <laughs> have an investigation with Russian interference. Why is it that she's already off the hook? That investigation right. is closed. And he tried, Comey tried to say, well, because it was about a different issue. It was about right. an email server. 
And and McCain wouldn't give it up. He doubled no, down. He was and was fixated like, this is, on it. This is I I see this as a double standard. Right. Or, and he said, why was this already done at this amount of time, and this other investigation with Trump was still ongoing? I'm like, they're two separate things. Like what? I, it was very bizarre. Yeah, and, and, and he was fixated on the Clinton thing, which had nothing to do he, with. It that. was made so much weirder because he's like, well, I was a little off yesterday because the uh, the Diamondbacks game went late. <laughs> yeah, and I like, didn't sleep well or something. Did not help no. at all. I mean, you know, it's one of the one of the single most admirable things about anyone who's ever held elective office is you know how when he was a prisoner of war, he could have actually gone home the, right mm-hmm. away, but he stayed there with his men, and you just you hear the account. Mm-hmm how terrible it was so he was able to live through that but the Diamondbacks game doesn't even go into extra innings <laughs> and he's just like I, I can't sleep right you know? I didn't get so, enough sleep but granted he's uh, 80 years old or 81 or whatever and it's different than when he was there 40 years ago but that's not the point it was it was very bizarre and I really did I was watching I was like is the man having a stroke I really was thinking that in my head is there some medical thing going on because he was weirdly talking about things and it didn't make any sense at all Yeah, and he then became very fixated on that and then kept fixating on the, the time that it took to go through the Clinton investigation why that was done so then this should be done in the same amount of time I was like what, what does that have to do with that? They, one doesn't have to do with the other. Our friend, our friend in the chat, R. Scott Brown, not Senator, former Senator <laughs> Scott Brown, says McCain took his Geritol today. He took shrooms last week. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Shrooms would not make you Tell us more, like Chelsea. <laughs> what would happen if you took shrooms? <laughs> On this show next week. Yes, next week you'll be on shrooms when you're on the show, yeah. right? So then we'll see how that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, that that gives shrooms ba- a bad name. Uh-huh. I don't stand for that. That's my favorite <laughs> Bon Jovi song. You give shrooms a bad name. Now the the sort of the big takeaway, the, the thing that obviously the left and you know some in the media who some would say that the media is also the left. Comey said that President Trump was not accurate. Mm-hmm. when he denied ever asking Comey to back off on the FBI mm-hmm. investigation into Michael Flynn. Not accurate is a very nice way to say he That's lied. Right. Yeah, it's just, you know, I, I don't know, it's a nice, it's like, he misremembered, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And My other favorite yeah. defense of, of Trump that came out of this was uh, President Trump only said to Comey that he hoped. Mm-hmm. Hope. Mm-hmm. Hope. That's not... That's not demanding. Right. That's uh, not an order. order. That's just being when the guy who can fire you at any time says, "I I hope." hope. Mm -hmm. um, That you know, and Kamala Harris pointed out, you don't. You can point a gun to somebody's head and say, "I hope you give me your your wallet." Right. These private conversations that uh, President Trump has had with James Comey and Jeff Sessions. Sort of the way that they account them sound like, you know, when people go to HR and talk about sexual harassment, you know, they were cornered, they were made to feel uncomfortable, you know, may or may not have happened previously in the Trump organizations. I don't know. I'm just saying it may have. It might be something that he's had some experience with, maybe not himself, maybe people he's worked for. And you should kind of know that, uh, oh, let's not make people that uncomfortable. But that's his thing. I mean, we saw those those handshakes and those hugs and pushing people out of So making people uncomfortable, I guess, is a, is a big part of uh, oh, yeah, President of Trump. Course. That, know, I mean, that's his thing. And the bullying and the threats. And, and that's what he's used to doing to get his way. So and that's I saw just part James of his... Comey sort of call himself out. Like, he was asked, why didn't you, if you felt uncomfortable with what he was saying, why didn't you you know, stop him. And why, when he asked you, you know, I hope you can see your way clear to letting this Flynn thing go, he's a good guy, his response was, yeah, he is a good guy. 
Yeah. Or not even, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, but just, yeah, Flynn is a good guy. Mm-hmm. The, and backtracking to the thing you said earlier about, you know, the people on the right were sort of bandying about the fact that Comey told Trump he's not under investigation. If you are under investigation, wouldn't it behoove you to say you're not under investigation? That's like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, deep undercover uh, drug deal. Like, hey, you're not an undercover cop, are you? And at You're that like, point, yeah, I yeah, am. actually, I am. <laughs> I know, exactly. You got me. <laughs> All right, guys, you can keep the drugs and the money. I'm just yeah. going to go walk out. Yeah. So uh, I think that uh, just because he told him that, you know, doesn't. Well, and I also took it as just because he told him that doesn't mean he's not or not will be under investigation yeah. at some point because it's still an ongoing that maybe at that exact moment back in January, it was still too too soon to know how involved he was so maybe at that exact moment he was not at that moment under investigation but to me I read it as he still could be at some point it doesn't mean that he's not going to be or that they're not going to find something that will bring him into yeah so you know I didn't take that as like being some kind of vindication to to Trump at all Uh, in the chat Karen Love says hey I've just joined does anyone in America ever think about other politics like in the UK or is it always just USA nope just the USA so what do you get no we do just (laughs) it was a a show called political culture yes yeah and and but we have a lot that we need to talk about, uh, but, but the UK election uh, UK was elections did happen. It was it was very interesting. But uh, I wish in, we could do snap elections here. Can we bring those here, please? Yeah, if just imagine in just in our lifetimes, if we were able to do no confidence votes, yeah, you know, for either party. By the way, yeah, you know, of there have been absolutely been opportunities like. Oh yeah, we this guy's got to go, you know. Uh, but elections would be the best thing right now. We can get rid of everyone. <laughs> yeah, and this show would be a lot more fun. But uh, yeah, the the thing about the UK election, uh, which Karen we were going to talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes, we absolutely were because we had ample time. Uh, it was it, it's sort of inconclusive because if she's able, Theresa May is able to build a coalition, it, it's it's going to be shaky. But, not, uh, no. you know, so we'll keep an eye on it, yes, though. she's on shaky just ground. Just for you. She's on shaky ground. She's definitely on shaky ground. Uh, but uh, anyway, so uh, please let us know in the chat what you think about uh, the Comey and Sessions hearings. Uh, and also uh. tweet us at Trump Report ABTV. <laughs> I, haven't, uh, I haven't said it I, yet I think this whole show. We, we haven't um, talked about how, because these two were so close in time, people have a good memory of each one of them as compared to the other yeah. and I, I just you you can tell what a good witness is like and what a you know a witness who's trying to hide something mm-hmm. looks like I mean it's just such a stark difference um, that I think even an amateur should be able to tell that Comey was a great witness and that Sessions was a shady one well yeah I agree and I also think you know uh, Comey has the ex- the the experience of working so closely with the FBI that knowing how all that works um, and also didn't really have anything to hide. And I also felt like there was a sort of a more of a freedom, which to me, maybe he was a little bit more free to even express his emotions, which I was surprised about. But I thought maybe because he was no longer in that job that he had a little bit more freedom and a little bit more you know, ability to feel like he could speak a yeah, little bit more he, openly he than even, he might have if he was still the current FBI director. He might have been like... He even said he leaked a document. Yeah. Which that was something that surprised me because yeah. I was like, wait, is he is he able to do that? Is he, you know... Yeah, uh, no, he... he yeah. Well... Technically, I mean... Because it wasn't, it wasn't yes, top it was his, secret. Right, it was yeah. his and, uh, and then he felt, again, because Donald Trump's tweeting yeah. crap out there, that then he felt the need to be proactive to get that out 
since so, he made that tweet. Because you know? he didn't do what Reality Winner did. Mm-hmm. That's all right. I just wanted to mention her because I still love that name. Uh, we want to make sure that we get to this amazing Trump cabinet meeting that was held yesterday and the blessings of serving uh, uh, Almighty President Trump. I don't think the word Almighty was used, but blessings was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts off weird with President Trump saying, never has there been a president with few exceptions, which right there you got to put the brakes on it. Mm-hmm. Never with few exceptions. Yeah. So there has been a president... Like the 44 or 43, yeah, really. Cause who's been who's passed more legislation, who's done more things than I have in the first, I believe, was 143 mm-hmm. days. Uh, so, so, never so with few exceptions. Not, yeah. not only does he never with few exceptions uh, bang his own drum, then... Uh, Unexpectedly, everyone in the cabinet basically takes the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance that we alluded to oil, <laughs> earlier. The carefully written out for each individual person. Uh, Reince Priebus is the one who talked about how blessed they are to serve President Trump and his agenda. Um, it was very Stepford Wives, <laughs> very to go to our theme of Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid tastes mm-hmm. great, a little Jim Jones. And um, what did you think, uh, Chelsea, when you either saw or just read I, about it? I just heard about it and cringed. Yeah. I would not have been able to keep watching it. I, I just... like. Well, I heard about it after the fact, and then I was like, oh, oh I'm watching this. <laughs> I was like... I get really uncomfortable when I watch people blatantly lie. Like, I'm embarrassed for them. And so I just... I, I, no, I can't. You just can't. But, I mean, I guess it goes back to the idea that, of course, everybody has to drink the Kool-Aid if you're part of it and you know as James Comey found it's like you gotta you gotta be a company man you gotta be a, you gotta have a big smile about being a company man basically you need to look like the Kool-Aid man you gotta I mean, have that big red <laughs> smile I mean I so was this what Trump was doing instead of tweeting during the Comey testimony he was writing out all the great things that people were gonna say about him is that what he was using to distract <laughs> himself it may very well have been although I feel like you know somebody else wrote these you know actually it would be funny if everybody was given a homework assignment you know it's like <laughs> write a 500 word essay as to why I'm great, and the the best get read on mm-hmm. national TV. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott, your thoughts about that? I mean, nothing surprises you anymore. No, but, it was incredibly but creepy. Even, even that, it I, was creepy. I, and I, it, I, I it, like it, to say nothing surprises right. me anymore, but that surprised me. No, that it was it just I, went on as long as it, it did, and, and it felt like one of those third world countries with the military leader that everyone's going to go around and, oh, and say yeah. how wonderful oh my gosh, he is. This and, is frightening, and it was just very, yeah, like, very. Uh, do they do that in North Korea? Is it yeah, dear where, leader. Where Dennis Rodman is yeah. now? Yes. Yes. Uh, it, it felt very, it was very creepy. And um, once again, the, the, the ego of him is just, it, he needs that constant validation. And it's just, it's it's disgusting. It really is. I mean, to blatantly lie about all the things that he's done. And now, like, even his surrogates go out and start tweeting or talking um, to the media just about all the things that he's talked about that are now somehow accomplishments. You know, they're trying to do these themed weeks and all of a sudden because he's talking about an infrastructure plan, he's talking about this and that, that it's like accomplishments. I'm like, nothing has happened. Yeah. Just because you're saying it, it didn't actually but happen. We the, announced a hashtag for each right. week. <laughs> the thing about themed weeks is it works really well for Wheel of Fortune. So <laughs> I, I think it would work really well uh, for those of us here I, in the United yeah, States. Yeah, it's just mind-boggling to me and that the fact that they keep peddling the stuff to the point to where people are just like, oh, we don't care anymore. And I, I don't even know how he has any 
support left. I, I don't know how people are feeling like, oh, this is great. Like, he's doing so much stuff, which, you know, we talk about approval ratings and polls and everything, too. It's a whole separate thing. But <laughs> it's just now it's gotten to the point that now they just post stuff that he's talked about. And somehow that's great. Yeah. Well, it was interesting that you mentioned North Korea because uh, I wasn't going to mention this. But uh, it, it was something that I was reading about was the uh, the American student who had been sentenced to 15 years of hard labor who was sent home for humanitarian reasons mm-hmm. because he mysteriously ended up in a coma mm-hmm. because he tried to steal a propaganda poster, mm-hmm. which it's like the the kid who got caned in Singapore. Yep. You got to know what you're doing when you go somewhere like that. Don't don't think that you're going to be funny and steal a poster, you know. If if you want to try and sneak a picture of it, that's probably one thing. But uh even that, I don't know. It's first of all, I don't think I would no, I don't. It's not that I don't think. I would not go to North Korea, <laughs> period. Uh even if Rodman offered to, you know, let me fly you first class and have the what's the burger that the no, North I, Korean airline has that's yeah. like that weird his, mystery burger. I read his trip <laughs> is being sponsored by a currency, uh, like a uh, like a Bitcoin, like a Bitcoin type, type currency mm-hmm. for Rodman bucks? marijuana. <laughs> oh, well, hello. Interesting, right? Oh, oh. they're going to try to do... I think it was called Potcoin. Are they trying to grow marijuana in like Korea as a new Pot product? Coin. I'm thinking of investing in Potcoin all of a sudden. You know, actually, I, the article I read was like a business insider, and it said that they're... You know, so judging from the comments through. that Chelsea's made tonight, I feel like uh, you you got information from Sean Hannity because you're a great American. And number two, <laughs> you uh, seem to read High Times magazine. But anyway, that's just an assumption. I'm not. And your and your big mushroom aficionado, <laughs> <laughs> Sh- a shroom quarterly. Shroom. Yeah, the Shroom, shroom magazine shroom doesn't matter. Yeah, shroom quarterly. quarterly. <laughs> um, but anyway, so my, my point about mentioning uh, North Korea is uh, obviously. Uh, that guy's a pig. We should never do any deals with him. And then, of course, it just always reminds me of the Wait, Castro who? Which brothers. one? Because I get confused between be Trump anybody. and that community. But I'm talking <laughs> about Kim, Jong- Kim Jong-un. <laughs> and uh, it just reminds me of guys like Castro, who I think are just bad guys. And Raul Castro, not much better. So you just you hear about these things and, you know, uh, I guess North Korea feels like they can, you know, give a mystery pill to a, an American citizen who's there for 15 years of hard labor and uh, then be like, oops, so I guess we broke him. You can have him back now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyways, that's a terrible story. That's that's the point. Yeah, I did read about that today. Um, um, so, but yeah, going back to that, yeah. that, that I was just going to say the, that it, it's, it's kind of scary to see where our government is headed when we have cabinet meetings like that. Can you imagine... You, can you just imagine for a second if, if that was a Hillary Clinton as president and, and how much people on the right would be freaking out listening to that kind of – that was garbage. I mean, that was ridiculous. And again, that's for his ego. I also thought Wilbur Ross looked like he was half dead. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? I, I felt like he was being propped up and he just seems really out oh, of it. God, I'm glad I Do you think watch. it's a weekended Bernie situation? Mm. It's just something to think about for next week. It's odd to have someone like that running the commerce uh, <laughs> department. He's like 80 years old and doesn't seem to know what's going on either. But yeah, it was it was it was it was really disgusting uh, that they were doing that. I really do. It's not, it's not what we should be doing. And I mean, they can say whatever they want, but it was just like no, it's just they're creepy spending, and no, but they're spending so much time with it, and it's, it's just like they, like you're getting this opportunity instead of talking about how great he is. These really impressive, uh, you know, never with a few exceptions that have been accomplished. Great. Just brag about those. Not the guy who says he did them. Just tell us all those things that are so great. Let's hear them. And if you have so many great 
accomplishments, then this is a perfect opportunity. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like going that. around the department heads when you're in a meeting yeah. and explaining, this is what we've been doing and this is what we're... Instead, it was all going back to him. It'd be like going and praising your boss for every little thing and thank you, boss, for giving me the opportunity to do this for you and... It was, it was bizarre. Which is a great time to mention why everyone should watch uh, Kevin Undergar on The Tomorrow Show, Mondays and Thursdays uh, <laughs> I at thethetomorrowshow.com. I thought he was going to ask us to say something kind about him. <laughs> I'm not anybody's boss. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm, just a, I'm just a humble servant in... <laughs> In the uh, glow of uh, our blessed, uh, blessed Trump, uh, the uh, White I House. I was going to say Kevin. I did too. <laughs> we were both. No, I, I don't. I, I mean, I, yes, I would say great things about Kevin. No, no problem. No, yeah, yes. is it's, that what you want us to do right no, now? No, no, no. That's not. It's just a do we have to go around the table. <laughs> right. Next week, I want 500 <laughs> words from everybody about why Kevin's so great. And the short answer is because we're here. Yes. That's why. We get to be here. And you get to review multiple episodes of Orange is the New exactly. Black right after this. <gasps> uh, yep. Yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> You're on the after show for Orange is the New Black. Uh, back, on to back, here, to back to back to back to back to back. What episodes are you doing? I'm One and two. One and two. Uh, so, great. If you haven't started yet... Go start tonight, right and, then, and then go look right on. back. Yeah, I've been doing since the beginning. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. Mm-mm. I just thought I'd work that plug in there. Thank you for the plug. Uh, the uh, travel ban was blocked once again, and now the White House wants a little bit more time to prepare for this Supreme Court argument. And the way that they're going to file it, basically, the Supreme Court will get it on the last day of this current session. Mm-hmm. It's next week or the week out. I think it's the end of yeah, next end week. end of June, yeah. Yeah, it's the end of June. So they won't really get to it because of this extension. They won't get to it until October mm-hmm. for this travel ban, which is very important, mm-hmm. as we've been told many times in keeping us safe. Do you think, Scott, that President Trump's kind of over the travel ban. He just needs to act like, you know, he doesn't want to back down from one of the things that was supposed to be a signature piece of legislation. But he certainly doesn't seem that passionate about it if they're letting it be backburnered all the way to I, Halloween. I think we have to correct even calling it legislation. Well, whatever it is, you know, what, it, it just, executive order. Let's, re- sure. let's remember how much crap he gave the last president for issuing executive orders. I, you know, it was so long ago, I don't even remember who the last oh, yeah. president was. I think he was handsome, though. Are, are you hanging out with John McCain these days? What is with this? <laughs> yeah, we were I, don't, the, I don't recall who the last John McCain president and I was. were at the D-backs game <laughs> doing shrooms. Uh, but I don't no. remember. Uh, so, uh, Chelsea, is this, again, recovering attorney, mm-hmm. is this smart for them to get their ducks in the row and have, like, literally four months to prepare? Try all you can. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting about... Um, what the Supreme Court has has or not not the Supreme Court a court wow I should really sleep more um, <laughs> a court has uh, said that you can take Trump's tweets seriously and they really do consider what he tweets yes. so if he tweeted about a Muslim ban or that can and the extreme vetting mm-hmm. this was something we talked about last week the fact that mm-hmm. he said that there is extreme vetting in place kind of negates the argument that this is important mm-hmm. and because it is the president tweeting it it's like well yeah this is relevant like don't you realize this, that you're tweeting this it this is a new kind of yeah. thing that was not available when I was in law school if, if only he didn't right. source of evidence if only tweets. he didn't have that verified check mark by the way <laughs> then he could be like I don't know who wrote that you right. know? That, that might have been Don that might have been Don Jr that might have been Eric 
it's basically public record and uh and and like you said it can be used as as evidence and 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 here's the thing i think he is still passionate about it. he wants the win that's what it's coming down to i think that's all it comes, it's down, all to comes it. down to and by trying to cram it in too close to the end of this session he's you know it would be the the worry would be they would rule against them so now it's like they're going to give themselves until the beginning of the next session and hopefully be able to wor- do what they need to do to prepare so they're they're going to have it done and then be able to hopefully get the the, and, the win that they want. And I think he's got some kind of expectation or hope that he gets to uh, put another Supreme Court justice in before October mm. because there are some teeth that are very long on that bench. I won't name any right. names. You know, there's, it's it's always a race against time. It'll just see who, uh, what's going to go. Is a, is a Supreme Court justice going to retire or is Trump going to resign? What, what were the bettings on that? Before and by the way, our friend uh, Storage Yard <laughs> resident said, uh, what about Maria Menounos? Of course Maria Menounos. We love Maria Menounos. Yes. She and Kevin are really our bosses. It was just her birthday the other day, so happy birthday, Maria. And uh, you know, these things are important to get out in there. Right. Storage Yard calling us out. Uh, and by the way, in the uh, chat, uh, Radiant Rain fan, oh, she's gone now, says something. People need to stop complaining about everything that Trump does because he's great. Um, that sounds like something that we heard from the cabinet meeting. Right. And, it sounds like the uh, Kool-Aid drinking you know, there. I, look, there were... I worked in political talk radio uh, when President Obama was elected and sworn in and through you know most of those two terms and there were a lot of people complaining about a lot of things mm-hmm. that were done so it's what you do when you have the president you know mm-hmm. you you criticize what the president does that you don't like and I know it's hard to believe that Chelsea and Scott could have things that they would say hey he's done this really well but I I believe that if something happened and he handled it well and he made a good decision you would say you'd be like oh, I hate to say it but right. President Trump did the right thing I, I here. I think we've done yeah. that like I, think yeah, I can't remember once. what it was. I, was, I still I was have a hard time finding anything. I, I will say he did one good thing well. He got 60% disapproval rating faster than any other previous <laughs> president. Congratulations. So he can get a he trophy. He did that great. He can get a trophy. So he did do that and that's uh, good on him. Uh, the final thing that we'll talk about tonight because we are almost out of time it always flies by and it's only partially because of that minute long Kool-Aid commercial. Uh, <laughs> president Trump told Republican senators lunching at the White House uh, earlier today that the House passed health care reform bill. He celebrated earlier this year. We all, we were talking mm-hmm. about the, the light beer celebration. Uh, and he said that the the health care reform bill was quote-unquote mean. He's like, I finally got around to reading it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, that was mean. And uh, he... Uh, yeah, Trump made wow. clear multiple times that he was pleased the Senate negotiations <laughs> appeared to be moving away from that House version of the repeal and replace effort. So... Oh, the Freedom Caucus he's is moving away dying. from yeah. the uh, the travel ban and the re- repeal and replace Obamacare. Um, the only thing that I think he's 100% stood his ground on is that Arnold Schwarzenegger was a terrible host mm-hmm. of The Apprentice. <laughs> right. I don't think he's wavered in that. In fact, no. I think he feels more strongly about that now than ever. And uh, I don't know. I, I think that uh, what... Again, this isn't a matter of being surprised, Scott. You're when you heard that uh, President Trump said that the health care reform and replace was mean. <laughs> um, 
Wait, is it like Chelsea said? Do you think he finally read it? Is that is that what it came down oh, to? Oh, please, he hasn't read anything. Okay. Do you think that someone... I was giving that, him the benefit of the doubt. That, do you think Jared finally read it? And I'm talking about uh, Subway Jared <laughs> in jail. He has a lot of time to read legislation. No, do you think Jared Kushner read it? Right and was him like, at night and before he goes like, to bed. Maybe Ivanka like reading, did. Uh, <laughs> reading Daddy, bedtime stories. I mean, she doesn't really talk like this, but it's like, Daddy, it's so mean. You know, that sounds like something... You know what? That tells me that Baron read it, and Baron said, because Baron would say, "Daddy, that's mean," and he's like, yeah. "You know what, Baron's and, right." I don't know. I, I mean, we all may be assuming too much. Did he say that it was mean to the American people, or it was mean to <laughs> healthcare providers, or something like that? Oh, or it might be really. Companies. It's really yeah. bad for Cigna, yeah. and I think he feels bad about that. I mean, because yeah. right. that might make more cutting sense. into their profits. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know. As always, let us know what you think. Mr. and Mrs. America and all ships at and sea. And Ms. America. Yeah, Ms. America. And, and, <laughs> and everyone know, in between. And decline to state America, right. you know, because that's that's where we are these days. Uh, whatever your thoughts are, please let us know at Trump Report ABTV. Uh, we started leveling off on the uh, Twitter followers, so please yes, follow let's us there. Get those numbers up. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we'll always post a link to the current episode of the show, so if you missed it, you'll find us on Twitter, and then you'll be able to click on through. And if you listen to the show on iTunes, please make sure you take a moment to rate, comment, and share, favorite, star, all that stuff, and it'll only take a minute. And we want to be your number one source for the Trump report. <laughs> but if not, we'll settle being below Sean Hannity in high times. Oh, I'm Christian Blatt, mm. at Christian DMZ. Joined, as always, by Chelsea Galicia, at Chelsea Galicia. Scott Moore, at S-Man 80. We will be back next Tuesday. Same bat time, <laughs> same bat channel, I say, as a tribute to the late, great mm. Adam West, who we lost this week. We'll see you guys next week. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.